listening to the podcast 82488. Certainly licentiousness. It felt dangerous at times. So many people trying to make a new life for themselves. So many people yearning for wealth. So many people bound to be disappointed, but also liberating. Though it was unreliable as well. Fortunes came and went so fast there, and so too did people. The man who owed you money might vanish the next day, and there would be no way to find him again. And that was a selection from today's novel, To Paradise, by author Hania Yanagahara. north 
with our fur trappers. San Francisco had, of course, become rich by that time. He had the idea that I should go out there and establish an office and make some sales. So I did. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience, actually. I was young and the city was growing and it was a marvelous era to be there. He was impressed by this. He had never known anyone who actually lived in the West. Are all the stories true? Many of them. There's an air there of unhealthiness, I suppose. Certainly licentiousness. It felt dangerous at times. So many people trying to make a new life for themselves. So many people yearning for wealth. So many people bound to be disappointed, but also liberating. Though it was unreliable as well. Fortunes came and went so fast there, and so too did people. The man who owed you money might vanish the next day, and there would be no way to find him again. We were able to maintain the office for three years. But then, of course, we had to leave in 76 after the laws were passed. Still, he said, I envy you. Do you know? I've never even been out west. But you've traveled extensively through Europe, Miss Olson tells me. I took my grand tour, yes, but there was nothing licentious about that, unless you consider heaps of Canelettos and Tintorettos and Caravaggio's licentious. Charles laughed then, and after that the conversation came naturally. They spoke further of their respective wanderings. Charles was remarkably well-traveled, his business taking him not only to the West and Europe, but to Brazil and Argentina too, and of New York, where Charles had once lived, and where he still maintained a residence, which he visited often. As they talked, David listened for the Massachusetts accent many of his school classmates had had with its broad, flat vowels, in particular, galloping cadence, but in vain. Charles was a pleasant voice, but featureless, revealing little of his origins. I hope you won't think this too far to mention, Charles said. Page 88, X, Chapter 10. Over the next week, as he had the week before, wrote every day to Edward. Edward had promised that he would send him his sister's address in his first letter, but he had been gone almost two weeks and there had been not a single piece of correspondence. David had inquired at the boarding house if they had an address for him and had even suffered an, an encounter with a terrifying matron, but neither had yielded further information. And yet he continued to write a letter a day, which he had one of the servants leave at Edward's boarding house, in case he should inform them of his location. He could feel his aimlessness transforming itself into desperation, and every evening he set himself a plan for the following day, one that would keep him away from Washington Square until just past the first post delivery, by which point he would be either alighting from the handsome or rounding the corner on foot, returning from his trip to the museum or the club or a chat with Eliza, who was the sibling he liked best and to whom 
He sometimes paid a visit when he knew Eden was attending class. Grandfather had pointedly asked him nothing about his dinner with Charles Griffin, and nor had Dave volunteered anything. Life resumed its pre-Edward rhythms, but this time the days were grayer than before. Now he made himself wait until half past the hour when the mail arrived before finally ascending the stairs, and he made himself not ask Adams or Matthew whether anything had come for him, as if by not doing so he might cause a letter to materialize to reward him with his discipline and patience. But day after day passed, and the post brought only two letters from Charles, both asking if he might want to attend the theater. The end. To paradise. Ania Yanagahara. From the light of literature, you will find a story that touches your soul. Please support the authors in this show by viewing the books on the website 8 That's numbers 8, 